Welcome to World Opera Day. And this is Paul Omani, who's a mad raving opera enthusiast in Cork, Ireland, welcoming you to October the 25th, 2021. You probably never heard of World Opera Day. It's a pretty new invention. I think it might have been around for about three years. And it's a day in which all sorts of organisations do their best to try to raise awareness of the positive impact and value that opera can have for society. I've got a few bits to play you of opera. I want to particularly start off by welcoming you with the voice of Covent Garden Opera House, the Royal Opera House in London. Hang on, here it's coming. Welcome to London. This is how the Royal Opera House starts World Opera Day. It's all on YouTube, by the way, if you're interested in finding it. Ready? Here she comes. Hello and welcome to the Royal Opera House. Today, we're celebrating World Opera Day by taking a look at the Yetta Parker Young Artists Programme, which is also celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. We'll go behind the scenes as the young artists rehearse for shows on the main stage alongside opera's greatest stars and sneak a peek as they undergo vocal coaching to prepare for their new roles. And, of course, we'll take a look at some of the highlights of their fantastic performances over the last 12 months. Our first stop is a rehearsal for La Traviata, where... La Traviata. My goodness, this is the opera which has a character in it called Violetta. Now, as a result of my love of this opera, our daughter's middle name is Violetta. Yeah, hopefully we'll hear a bit of the music from this opera. Let, let's hear a little bit more of what she has to say. Our young artists are performing roles alongside Lisette Oropesa as Violetta and Lipperit Avatician as her lover, Alfredo. Oh yes, here we go. This is the start of a party, really. That'll be this. But to him. him. It's like that we don't have peaks. Group says the same thing about Marchese. They're walking around, sipping champagne. Okay. Okay. Because you need to be sure with each other. Well, I'm here with Michael Papadopoulos and Michael Sikic. Michael P, I'll start with you. Tell me a little bit about your role in the rehearsal room. Uh, so I'm on the programme as a conductor and as a repetitor. Most of the job here at the Opera House uh, is being a repetitor, so it's playing the piano in rehearsals, coaching singers. And in this particular rehearsal room, I'm the assistant conductor, which means I sort of 
sit on that table over there and I uh, sort of uh, watch how the conductor takes the rehearsal, take notes. Uh, I'm sort of there to jump in if anyone's unwell. Yeah, it's kind of a mixture of those two roles, really. I, I do whatever's needed at the time, mainly playing, but sometimes conducting as well, which is fun. I think they believe really strongly here, and I do too, that uh, being a repetiteur is really the foundation of opera conducting. If you can play these great operas really well on the piano, if you can uh, be able to follow the text really well, if you have a really great sort of detailed knowledge of the opera from that perspective, then conducting it is just a little step upwards. So uh, I think having done that foundation... Now look, you can hear the rest of this if you go to your opera vision opera vision dot eu and then put in world opera day 2021 i'm gonna see if i can get you a piece of opera to listen to some some real music how about that let's see what might be coming next <laughs> I'm here with Jego Jurawski and Tando Mjandana. And you are, in fact, our two Gastones. So, unfortunately, I have to ask, who's going to be better? Oh, who knows? We we'll <laughs> <laughs> just have to see about that. All right, all right, I like it. Very diplomatic. I was hoping for a little bit of a scrap, but <laughs> far too professional. So, tell me a little bit about what it's been like to rehearse in this rehearsal room, because it looks like it has been a very intense, exciting process. Yes. I really like to uh, work with really superstars here. It's so exciting, so wonderful, and... Uh... Okay, well, they're going on lovey-dovey stuff. They're all madly in love with each other. And uh, it's wonderful to rehearse with each other and wonderful to do that. But I'm actually looking for a piece of music now. I just want to oh, see. It's just another level. And, and being at the Royal Opera House is just another level. So there's a lot that you learn, you know, from the coaches, as Diego says, from the coaches. And Last time, it was right at the start of my time at... Bigger team than yours. You end up learning a lot, you know. Um, so... Yeti Paga is just another level, and, and being at the Royal Opera House is just another level. So there's a lot that you learn, you know, from the coaches, as Diego says, from the coaches and from the colleagues as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I would agree with him. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me here today. It's Thanks. time for some music, surely. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, thank goodness. Here we are. This will give you an idea. Hey! 
Well, there we are. That's what's going on. They're doing these tremendous, uh, enthusiastic uh, chats with opera singers and uh, showing off uh, what it's like. But let me give you an idea of the variety of things that are going on around the world today. Some of them might appeal to you. This is the Afghanistan Charter. We believe that music is a universal language, understood by all peoples, able to speak to everyone's heart, expressing and giving voice to everyone's emotions. On the occasion of World Opera Day on the 25th of October, Opera Europa and Echo invite all performing venues to make a commitment to bring Afghan music and musicians to their stages if and where possible and to offer support and visibility to projects that stimulate the diffusion, composition, performance and training of Afghan musicians. Freedom and support for Afghan music. Opera Europa, the professional association of opera houses and festivals in Europe. ECHO, the European Concert Hall Organisation and their undersigned members advocate that all people should be free to learn and perform music. We believe Afghan music is part of our rich and diverse world musical heritage and deserves a stage. We commit to fostering our relationships with Afghan musicians in our networks. We are aware of the direct and indirect consequences of recent events in Afghanistan for our own communities and wish to provide support wherever possible. By highlighting Afghan musicians on our stages, we may change the perception of Afghan culture and show its grace, sensuality and hope to the world.
communicating our civic engagement, we encourage other partners and stakeholders to join the cause. And I can tell you that a whole raft of opera houses in the world, including Seattle Opera, including... The, where else? Let me see. Lille Opera House. I'm trying to read really small writing here. Uh, Dortmund Opera House. Um, Israeli Opera in Tel Aviv. Um, I think I see that it's uh, the uh, Milan Opera House. Avignon is here. So the point about this, and Cologne Opera House, of course. So here, there's one initiative to connect uh, what's going on in the world of opera with what's going on in the world of geopolitics and particularly the, the circumstances under which the people of Afghanistan are living right now. It's not the only other uh, connections that I can tell you about here. I can tell you that if you go to Twitter today and you put in World Opera Day, you will see a whole lot of tweets from different places in the world of opera. Garsington Opera, I see them here celebrating World Opera Day. I can see Santiago, the Municipal Theatre of Santiago celebrating it. I can see, where else can I see? Oh, the Indian River Festival celebrating it. All sorts of uh, places here. All you have to do is use the hashtag World Opera Day and you'll find them. Uh, Royal Welsh College of Music. The Mozartists <laughs> as well. So it's, I think maybe that's enough about World Opera Day 25th of October 2021. I will play you out with a little of my own favourite opera by perhaps my favourite tenor in the whole of the history of opera, uh, this man. an Irish tenor singing exactly the same piece. The previous guy was Gili Benjamino Gili from Italy. Here's John McCormack.
Now here's a German singing it. Here's a, this is Richard Tauber. Actually he's Austrian really. He's gonna sing in German. I think. I was wrong. Singing Italian. This is from Don Giovanni. The character is a fairly ineffectual tenor who's up against a terribly bad, bad, bad man, Don Giovanni. Here's an English singer. just made a terrible mistake I, I've seen him sing so many times Stuart Burroughs but he's not English he's not English at all, he's Welsh I mean I should have known by the sound of his voice that he's Welsh anyway he's Welsh and he's one of the greatest singers of Mozart born 1933 and uh, I saw him sing with Covent Garden way way back in the 1970s and uh, I'm pretty sure I also saw him with the English National Opera but there we are Stuart Burroughs I'll play you out because I owe him an apology so here we are on World Opera Day Stuart Burroughs singing Mozart sitting down, putting on some opera and talking to other people about it with a purpose. My purpose is to try to break down some of the prejudices or some of the assumptions that people have about opera because it really can be very good to 
rest. A savage breast, can't it? you're wondering, yes, I would have loved to have been an opera singer. But I suppose you have to accept the hand of cards you've been dealt, and I might as well satisfy myself with writing the libretto to an opera. That's probably the best I can do at this stage, don't you think? <laughs> 